Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am your host, Francesca Amber, and it's almost Christmas, guys. Get excited. Or are you not excited? I don't know. However you're feeling about Christmas, there is no denying it is almost here. But I ain't here to talk about Christmas. Nah, that's for the basic bitches. I'm here to talk about Twixmas. Have you heard this new word that seems to have come about in the last year or so? Twixmas. It is from the old English word betwixt, meaning between, like between things. And it's basically that and a hybrid of Christmas. We love a word mashup. Hello, Benefer, Brangelina, Kimye. I've just realised that all of those people are divorced, but hey ho. Anyway, Twixmas is the time between Christmas and New Year, specifically from the 26th. I don't think they should include the 26th, if I'm honest, because that's Boxing Day. That's still a holiday, I'm going to say. And New Year. So the 26th and the 31st. And I just wanted to read you a passage from the book Calm Christmas by Beth Kempton, which is also our book club book this month. Have you noticed that something very special happens between Christmas and New Year each year? For a few days, a portal to another world opens up. Everything is quieter less rushed, more gentle in this secret space. Calm descends as we catch a glimpse of a slower way of life, away from the deadlines and to-do lists. I call this time the hush and I encourage you to savour it. Now, when I first heard of this word, Twixmas, and this concept, I was shooketh because someone had put into words and put a meaning to something that I had struggled to even identify for years. And it's this idea of a magical portal. That is a very real thing. And I have experienced it a couple times in my life, mostly when I used to go on holiday before we had data roaming and like you wouldn't turn your phone on abroad. Those were the days. And this time in between Christmas and New Year. Now, as I said in my podcast with Beth, if you listened to that a couple of weeks ago, if you didn't, how dare you go back and listen. It's a great episode. Um, I was saying to her that, you know, that that quiet, that rest, that nothingness, that portal in between Christmas and New Year is 
much, much harder to access when you have children, okay? That portal might slam shut in your goddamn face. But I'm hoping that no matter what your circumstances are, you can benefit from this sacred time of year. Because at this time, the madness of Christmas is over. Like it's over, it's done. This December, and I do this to myself as I... um. It's an intentional thing, right? I went out every weekend in December and I did this because I really enjoy connecting with people and going out and celebrating in the festive season. But my Lord, going out and drinking every weekend has done me in. I genuinely thought I had lupus. Like I literally was on Ask My GP being like, I've got something wrong with me. I've got some sort of new autoimmune disease. And then my mum pointed out, Fran, you've just been out every weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah, just too many nights out. Um, Work will be much busier for so many people in December. I mean, shout out to the hairdressers, the retail workers, the beauty therapists. I mean, my lash lady literally has lashes booked in from morning till night, no break. And even myself, like I find myself being busier in December because my busiest time of year is January. My goal setting party every like New Year's Eve or around that time is like my busiest work day of the year. I've also just published a book to do in the book club in January. So for me, January, like December gearing up for January is very, very busy. And there are so many people that that will apply to also. And also if you're a mother, creating the magic the elusive magic of Christmas for your children. That is fucking exhausting. So I can't remember where I read this now. I'm pretty sure it was also in Calm Christmas, but it says that Christmas Eve is known as the night of the mothers and it will now forever be the night of the mothers in my mind. And this is such a simple gratitude practice. In fact, this is perfect timing for this because this is coming out just before Okay, so I'm not a professor in this, but Night of the Mothers or Mother's Night is uh, pronounced Modronit. And it is Night of the Mothers or Mother's Night, which is held at what is now Christmas Eve. But it also says it can be on the 20th of December. Look, she's not a fucking historian, okay? But I can tell you what the idea of it is. It is a time to celebrate and remember all of the mothers who have created and spent so much of their own energy on creating that magical Christmas for their children. And as soon as I heard about this um, this night, I was like, for the rest of my life, I feel like Christmas Eve is going to be, you know, when all the children are in bed, that is like my night of the mother. I'm going to thank myself and honour myself for all of the energy and time and money that I've put into trying to create this Christmas magic for my children but also remember all of the mothers before you so remembering your own mother this is such a lovely simple gratitude practice to do but to message your own mother and say do you know what I'm so thankful for all of the Christmases that you created that magic for me thinking of your grandmothers and how they did it for their children and and whoever else you might think of all of the mothers who are currently in war or genocide or famine or in difficult um, relationships you know domestic abuse whatever it might be there are women all over the world that will be spending this night just trying to create a little bit of peace a little bit of happiness and a little bit of magic for their children and so it's a lovely part of Christmas that I'm going to be incorporating into my Christmases from here on in but yeah basically all of that Christmas stress and hustle and bustle 
it's over. It's done. The presents are unwrapped. The relatives have been visited. The parties have been partied. Everything's been done. And it's still almost a full week until New Year's Eve. People are often not back at work until the January. Children are not back at school or nursery or university. And so many workplaces close down during this time too. I never got a fucking break in between Christmas and New Year. May I just add, when I was working nine to five, I always had to go in. Every other motherfucker got to stay at home because they had children. And because I was like the young one, I had to go in and man the reception. But let me tell you, I really enjoyed it because no one was in and I just read books and I had my own little Twixmas little party. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, it is a very rare occasion where the world does kind of just slow down and almost come to a stop. And we get to just take some time. We just get to take time. The weather helps us too. You may not think if you are living in the Northern Hemisphere like I am, you may think the weather isn't helping us. But let me tell you, it is by being in the depths the deepest depths of winter. It encourages us to rest and recuperate. I was really tempted to go abroad during this Twixmas. And then I thought, nah, nah, because I really want to relish this incredible time of just being basically in hibernation. But it is a strange sort of combo meal deal of like winding down, but also gearing up at the same time for the year ahead. But if you can allow yourself to sink into this period and to really enjoy it, I'm telling you, it can fully set you up for the year ahead. If you have listened to my episodes about cyclical living or if you've been in the book club with me and read the book Do Less, you'll know that part of cyclical living is that fertile void. And this, my friends, this is the fertile void you've been looking for. Consciously choosing to do little to nothing and really allowing yourself to just be before you launch into a new cycle of activity and achievements and whatever else is coming your way. Now, I used to experience this magical portal that we are trying to achieve. This is the goal, spoiler alert, of this episode is we are trying to open the door to this portal. And I want to hear at the end of this how many of you have managed to open this door. But I remember when I used to go on holiday without a phone. Now, I'm talking what year would this have been? 2005, I want to say maybe the early noughties. You know, like if you even dared to turn your mobile phone on abroad, it would have cost you like £5,000. There was no data, it was just, it wasn't a thing. It was not a goddamn thing. There was no Wi-Fi. There was no Wi-Fi. Like saying that now just seems wild. But I used to go on holiday, be fully present with my friends. Nobody looked at their fucking phones and your mind would get really, really quiet. And oh, Bring back those days. Those were the goddamn days. And I remember something magical used to happen to me around day three or four. Every single time around day three or four, I'd be sitting in the pool and I would suddenly would be like, I've got a fucking amazing business idea. I've got an amazing idea. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I would be filled with this absolute, what I can only describe is like a zest for life. And I would have all these ideas of all these things that I wanted to do. Now, I want to share something a little bit sad with you. Ever since the advent 
advent or invention, you know what I mean, of the iPhone and having Wi-Fi on your phone and social media and everything else, I have been unable to open this portal for many, many years. And so this is my own personal goal, this Twixmas, is to open this portal. And I want as many of you to do it as well too, because it honestly is such a fucking gift. So it sounds crazy, but one of the goals of our Twixmas is we almost want to get a little bit bored. And I have a quote here from a life coach and the author of The Art of Enough, Becky Hall. And she says, we have become so used to constant activity and stimulation that many of us fear boredom and see it entirely as a negative thing. Yet our physiology needs it. Our nervous system needs time to rest and digest and our brains integrate the activity of the day when we sleep. Learning to invite the quiet moments and make peace with having no stimulation is a really healthy thing. So we are trying to cultivate healthy boredom here, but it is a balancing act. It's a goddamn balancing act. Of course it is because too much boredom it ain't a good thing either. So Chris Griffiths, Griff, Griffiths, I can never say that name, Griffiths, author of the Creative Thinking Handbook says boredom can be good for us or rather the state that induces boredom can be. We're living in an age where entertainment is always at our fingertips. From the constant proximity of our devices to streaming services available 24-7, we rarely sit in silence anymore. And in fact, I did an entire episode about this, about how we need to make space for silence and not fill every toilet visit and shower and bath and commute and everything, workout, everything with either a podcast or music or TikTok, whatever, you know. But boredom is what manifests when we are not pouring our attention into something else. And it is only this state of softened focus that our brains can make deeper subconscious connections. Boredom is also heavily associated with daydreaming. When our mind wanders, our concentration relaxes and we begin to uncover important creative ideas and novel solutions to problems. So basically, we want to get a little bit bored, but not too much. Okay, so here are my tip top Twixmas tips. (laughs) I knew that wasn't going to come out right. Tip top Twixmas tips for a Twixmas that will leave you feeling rested, prepared for the year ahead and most of all excited. So number one, now I do have to warn you, my laptop did wild things here and all of the bullet points are like weird numbers. So if I say number one, number nine, number six, ignore me. Number one is reframe this hidden holiday as a gift to yourself. And if you think about it, like I love that idea, a hidden holiday. It is. I remember when I worked in a nine to five, I would wait and wait and wait for like the odd bank holiday, the odd day off. This is like a hidden holiday. This time in between Christmas and New Year is a fucking gift to yourself. I am all over the idea of hibernating and wintering like a goddamn fucking rash, but rarely does the world around us give us the opportunity for it. We're always too busy. We're always like, go, go, go. But this time the world is actually saying, stop winter, hibernate, live your best life. So rather than seeing it as a boring, weird time, use it to really rest and digest. 
Number two is put away all of the Christmas decorations carefully and neatly as a gift to yourself next year. Trust me, the more thought and effort you can put into putting your stuff away nicely, the more you're going to thank yourself for it next year. Last year, I bought myself... um, like completely sealable Christmas tree bags because I have this fear that whenever I get my tree out of whatever orifice it's been in, whether that's the loft or an eave or somewhere, that it's going to be full of spiders. I just have that. I've never seen a spider fall out of a Christmas tree, but it's just one of my fucking irrational fears. that I'm like, there's going to be spider nests in it. And so I bought myself these tree bags that are fully zippable, fully sealable. And you know what? This year, I was so thankful to myself because I stored them all in my garage right by the doorway and I got them out one by one, shaking them off in the garden first because, you know, aforementioned fear of spiders. And they were absolutely fine. They were clean as a whistle. They were gorgeous. So put it away in such a way that when you get it out next year, you will thank yourself for it. Now, what kind of bitch are you? Are you like, let me take all this shit down on Boxing Day? That's usually me. Or are you like, no, it's the 12 days of Christmas. I must wait until the 2nd of January or whenever that is. How do you feel about this? For me, I feel like it really depends on what kind of of Christmas you've had. So last year, I put the Christmas tree up late. I did not feel at all Christmassy. I just moved house. I didn't feel like I was living in my own home. It was weird. And it was the beginning of the onset of my like little burnout period, like my little breakdown burnout period. So I just needed a fresh start. And I put all that shit away. Like as soon as the clock struck midnight on Christmas day, I was like, it's gone. However, this year, I've really, really enjoyed Christmas, much in part thanks to my winter wellness gurus, such as Mike Viking, who writes all the books about yoga, and of course, Beth Kempton, the author of Calm Christmas. And I've really embraced winter. I've really embraced the slowness of it and the hibernationiness of it. That's not a word, but she's making it a word. Um, And so this year, I don't think I will do that. I think I will actually leave at least my sitting room tree because yes she's got three trees I'm gonna leave my sitting room tree up at least until new year because I'm really enjoying in an evening just being in there and having the twinkly Christmas lights on I really fucking enjoy it so let me live my life okay so put away your Christmas decorations whenever it feels right to you and maybe you could leave some things out such as just fairy lights like if you had something that wasn't particularly Christmassy like I've got a garland over my um, like my mantle in my kitchen. It's not particularly Christmassy. I think you could totally get away with it any time of year, actually. So you could leave some bits a little bit longer if you wanted. Okay, number three is to make your own Twixmas ritual. Now, is there anything that you could do to really mark the beginning of this time that used to be a bit of a weird in-betweeny time, but you are now going to honour as a beautiful time in your year? For me, I've got some weird Christmas traditions. Um, one of them is that I <laughs> I always watch the Amy Winehouse documentary and I always watch Wolf of Wall Street. That's just, Wolf of Wall Street is my Christmas movie, okay? I just really enjoy it. So maybe that could be like a part of it is you're like, right, this is the time of year that I get to watch all my old favourite like movies I never have the time to watch normally. And you could expand upon that. Let this be your marker that this magical time is beginning. And as we know from creating sacred spaces, whether it's for a women's circle or a full moon ritual, whatever it might be, 
if you create a sacred space and you put energy into creating a time or a space to be sacred, there's going to be a hell of a lot more of a chance of that portal opening because of the energy that you're putting into it. So expand upon it. Maybe you could get, you know, a lush bath bomb and that could be like your opening ceremony for your Twixmas is like you are going to luxuriate in a bath and it's just going to be fucking glorious. It's so funny, but small things like this can make a really big difference. I remember when I used to work in an office nine to five and every 1st of December, I would make a donation to Battersea Dogs Home like 20 pounds or something and then I would send an email out to all of my co-workers saying Merry Christmas everybody um as usual I'm going to be donating the money that I would have spent on cards to Battersea Dogs Home and I'd do like a screenshot to prove and I'd actually done it and like I'm sure that everyone is more thankful for this than getting another fucking card and every year when I did that it felt really like, oh my God, Christmas is here. And I guess that's the idea of tradition is that magical act of doing the same thing time and time again at a very special time of year just transports you back in nostalgia and, and magic and wonders. And it can be really ordinary things like donating 20 pounds to Battersea Dogs Home. So I can imagine going forward that I would start to have this like, almost like this ritual where it's like, right, I'll go to Lush and I'll choose a really nice bath bomb and I'll choose some food that I'll really enjoy making for myself at home. And that will mark my opening of Twixmas for myself. So what does it look like for you? What movie would you like to watch each year? Is there a particular movie that makes you really like um, fired up and inspired? For me, <laughs> I've got some weird films that inspire me, but Wolf of Wall Street is one. And also the film Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez as a stripper. That film really motivates me and inspires me for some reason. So look, we ain't judging here. You do whatever you want to do, but make it a beautiful ritual. Number, are we on number three? I don't know. Is to make this work, you do need a little bit of downtime and solitude. You need it. Now, if you are single, if you are childless, you're golden. You ain't got to worry about this. But if you have children, maybe ask your parents, or your in-laws to have the children for a day. Or perhaps you could make it an annual ritual that your partner takes them out for the day as a bit of like a payback for all of the hard work that you've put into Christmas. And just be like, look, I don't mind buying all the Christmas presents. I don't mind wrapping them all. I don't mind doing all the shit. As long as you take them out for the day and I get one day to myself. Twixmas can be any length of time. Even if you get just a day to yourself, it is better than nothing. Number four is to switch off from your phone, from social media, your inbox and from your work if you can. Try to give your nervous system an entire break. Now, in days gone by, we used to take a break by going on holiday, going abroad, being in a different environment. But unfortunately, what's happening now is that we can travel to the other side of the world and we are still in exactly the same mindset because we are buried into our phone, exposing ourselves to so many of just the same images, same people, same things constantly. And so, Whilst you may not be surrounded by loads of people in the real world during Twixmas, if they are still with you via your phone and constant emails and constant WhatsApps and constant messages and social media, then your mind is not getting the break that it needs. And that portal, it ain't going to open. 
Number four, I'm just guessing now these numbers, I have no idea, is declutter everything that you don't want to take into 2024 with you. Now, this is something that I do as part of my kind of New Year rituals anyway, but your phone is a really big one. I don't know about you, but my phone is full of like, I have to-do lists on there for different areas of my life, emails, messages, WhatsApp chats, WhatsApp chat groups. Oh, And I just want to start the year off as unencumbered as possible. Now, I have items on my to-do list that I've been on there for a couple of years and I just know I'm never going to do them. It's not the right time in my life or I'm never going to do them or whatever. And every time I open up that to-do list, it makes me feel shitty about myself that these things have just been there for a long time. So this is the perfect time to just declutter anything from your inbox, from your phone that does not serve you. Just start your new year off taking forward only what you want to take into 2024. And this is the perfect time to declutter your home as well, especially if you received some absolute shite for Christmas. So I like to have a little re-gifting bag in my cupboard and anything that I'm like, oh, thanks, but no thanks, will go straight into there and boom, you've got yourself a little like store of presents for whoever you need to get presents for in the future. (laughs) Pass on the shite. Um, But anyway, But yes, this is the perfect time to declutter your phone, your mind and your home. Number five, potentially, is to just sort out your house and to sort out your life. So when it's your house, you could just take the time to do the little jobs that always seem to pass you by. One that I'm going to find incredibly exciting and don't ask me, I mean, tell me you're middle-aged without telling me you're nearly middle-aged. I'm really excited because I just bought a garden incinerator bin and I have so much cardboard and stuff from just buying loads of stuff for Christmas for the girls, from my house being renovated, like every single light. I had 15 new lights, right? Every light came in a massive box. And I know that people will say, oh, you've got to recycle it, you've got to recycle it. I fucking recycled as much as I can, okay? There's only so much recycling these motherfuckers will take. They will not take anymore. And so everywhere is just full of cardboard. My garage, full of cardboard. Even on my driveway, my cleaner keeps putting fucking cardboard out in the driveway and then it gets wet and then it gets, oh, it's giving me anxiety. So one day, when it's not windy, I'm going to go out into my garden and I'm going to burn, baby burn, so much of that. And it's going to be really enjoyable and really cathartic. So think about your house. Is there something that just keeps bothering you? Is there a particularly cluttered cupboard that just annoys you or maybe a room that like the furniture doesn't really work and you need to like rearrange it a little bit maybe take the time to just do some of those little jobs that always pass you by and also to sort out your life now this is the perfect time to do any life admin that has been bogging you down oh hey tax return is that you tax returns accounting just getting cheaper deals on your bills, maybe like whatever it is, whatever is like sat in your in-tray and you need to deal with, how amazing would it feel to start off the new year without any of that shit weighing you down? Now, there is a difference. If you're listening to this thinking, hang on, Fran, I thought that Twixmas was supposed to be about resting and recuperating and giving myself a goddamn break. Well, yeah, it is. And this is not about 
productivity. So there's a real difference between frying your brains, being constantly productive and not switching off from your phone or your emails or work or anything like that versus doing methodical physical tasks like finally burning all that cardboard or finally pairing up all the odd socks or rearranging the furniture in a room or decluttering your wardrobe. There is a big difference between those tasks and what I'd ask you to do is just notice how you feel afterwards. So for me, I know that after I burn all that cardboard or after I move the furniture around in my office and have like a rejig and declutter it all, I know that I will feel energized after that. I'll feel energized. I'll feel excited. I'll feel good about myself. But if I just don't switch off from my phone and I just continue to be looking at my emails every 10 minutes and my DMs and what my WhatsApps and whatever, that doesn't make me feel good. That makes my brain feel absolutely exhausted. So Whenever you are setting yourself tasks during this time, really just think about how's it going to make me feel after? Is it going to make me feel drained or is it going to make me feel energized? You only need to spend a morning on your life admin and get things ticked off your list that have been there for ages to know how incredibly accomplished you feel afterwards. So that's the vibe we're going for. Accomplished and relieved and energized and excited, not drained. Now, number, we don't know what this is now, seven maybe. Um, Beth Kempton says in her book, Calm Christmas, that she actually dedicates a day to dreaming. Oh, how indulgent, how decadent, how necessary. Now, I kind of do this because I do take my New Year's goal setting very, very seriously. And in the days leading up to it, I do start to really think about the kind of places that I want to visit and the kind of things I want to do. But let me just read this to you. So visit a favorite cafe, journal in hand for a day of dreaming. Think of it as a safe place to be with your thoughts about all that is and all that might be. Dream alone or with whoever shares your life. Let your mind run free on the page or have a long, juicy conversation about what you love about your life right now and what you'd like to change. So how nice just to take some time. And again, about setting up that sacred space rather than just sitting on your sofa where you've been for like the last few days and then trying to get yourself into this mindset to do this. How about take yourself off to a nice cafe, get yourself a drink, get yourself a snack and sit there with your journal and just give yourself an hour to do this without your phone, like with no phone there. You'll be amazed at how much will come out of your mind and onto the paper and that will really help you to set your goals and intentions for the year ahead. And that's my final tip. So I hope that you can use this information here to turn this, like I said, it's a bit of a weird non-time into something truly magical for you and I really pray that the portal opens for you. I am going to do as much as I can to open my portal pardon. Um, I'm going to give myself the right balance of rest and nothingness, but also physical challenges. So like doing physical jobs that don't really take any brain power. I'm also going to be consciously quietening my mind. So I'm not going to be filling my mind all the time with like podcasts or music or documentaries. And instead, just doing things in silence to give myself a little bit of brain space to really get that 
get that little bit of boredom, just that little bit. Um, of course, around this time of year, people can still be prone to winter blues and depression, especially after Christmas. And so if you feel that way, don't isolate yourself. Please do meet up with people find those connections and make sure that you are okay but I do hope that you have an amazing Christmas and Twixmas and an amazing new year and I'll speak to you before the new year because I'll have another episode out by then um but please do share with me on the social media your Twixmas and how it's going for you I'm on Instagram at law of attraction changed my life and at Francesca Amber and if you like this podcast if you've got any value from this at all please do share follow review, rate, those are the four things you can do and they really, really help a girl out. So thank you so much. And finally, if you want to join me on the 30th of December, 8pm UK time, and when I say join me, I don't mean come and stand outside my house, I mean virtually. Um, I'm going to be doing my third, third annual goal setting party for New Year. It's a wonderful process where we spend about two to three hours. I think it's going to be about, I think three hours is a bit long for some people. It's going to be about two hours um, where we set our intentions and our goals, but also our strategies for 2024 to ensure that we are on the trajectory to live our best year ever. Like that's the idea. Every year I'm like, I want this to somehow be my best year ever. And of course, part of this is respecting the season of life you're in. And we're not always able to do all of like the big things, like the big glittery things like traveling and achieving. Sometimes we're not in that stage of life, but it's about making whatever stage you are in, whatever season you're in, work for you and set goals accordingly. So if you want to come and join me for that, you can get tickets at francescaamber.com and it will be at 8pm UK time on the 30th of December. Um, And if you can't make it live, if you are in some crazy time zone or you're out that day, whatever, you can access it afterwards. Like there is no limit on how long you can access it afterwards. It will run the entire year. You can do it anytime you like. And I know that there's some people that do like to set all of their goals and intentions for the year actually in, um, is it the spring equinox? Is it then? Is it like after the first quarter, like basically when the new year should be? Um, People like to do it then. If you want to do it then, that's cool. So you can get your tickets. And also there is an accompanying workbook on Amazon. It became a number one bestseller, no less. How crazy. Um, It's a short workbook. I had one review from a lady called Karen. Of course, it was a Karen saying, I ate this book. How dare you? It's got lined paper at the back. Yes, it's called a journal. And also, I'm never ever going to make. So this is one thing I wanted to address, actually. So if you self-publish on Amazon, you have to have a minimum of, I think it's 72 pages or 75 pages. So we decided to put some journaling paper at the back of the goal setting party workbook. Now, this workbook has all of the tasks that we do during the two to three hour goal setting party no more, no less. And we've had two people say, well, this isn't very much. It should be more than this. Like, why is there lined paper? And it's like, one thing I want to say is, and this is going to be the same with, I'm actually releasing my first actual book. It's going to be a 22 day gratitude practice that we are going to be doing in the book club starting on the 1st of January. So if you want to get involved with that, come and join the book club for the 1st of Jan. And I said to my assistant, I was like, oh God, I'm really nervous that the book isn't long enough. 
And he said, Fran, whenever we've done a gratitude process in the past, people have always complained that it's too long. It's too much. It's too, it's asking too much of you and people find it really hard to keep up. And it was like, that was exactly what I needed to hear. I am a busy mum of three and I know how hard it is to fit goal setting, intention setting, raising your vibration, law of attraction, all that stuff into your daily life. And I will never put unnecessary shit into a book or whatever just to make it look thicker or make it look bigger or make it seem like it's more than it is. Less really is more. Like when you get this workbook or when you get this gratitude process, all you have to do is in there. Like that is already going to take you three hours. There's no point putting extra shit in there that's just going to exhaust you and tire you out and overwhelm you. So anyway, that's my public service announcement on that. Um, you can find everything, information about the book club, the 22-day gratitude process, the New Year's goal setting party, the workbook, everything. It's all on my website, which is francescaamber.com. And I will see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.